Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. In a world that's perfect lies a perfect little town where one team stands alone. But now, something's stirring that will change this place forever. Perfect. Welcome to Perfectville, your first place podcast for your temporarily second place Miami Dolphins, part of the Believe Network, streaming on Sirius XM and TuneIn Radio. I am Sam Marcoux. He is the two-time, yes, two-time Hall of Famer. Of course, I am talking about none other than the good doctor himself, Dr. Christopher Cullen. Doctor, how in the hell are you, my friend? I'm great, Sam. Uh, By week's over. That was the hardest week. Uh, the season so far, so that's over. It's onward and upwards, and we're uh, storming avalanche style towards the playoffs, and it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. You know what else is a lot of fun? Hates giving, ladies and gentlemen. It's the seventh annual Hates Giving Day parade here in the town of Perfectville. All of the floats are out. Uh, you know, it, I just saw a huge giant middle finger floating down Main Street here in Perfectville, Chris. Uh, what a what an exciting time to be alive. Holidays are great. Um, you and I like to do things differently for those of you that are new. Um, Thanksgiving is about giving thanks for your friends and your family and health and and, and environment and jobs. And, and it's just like this sappy, like hold hands and let's just be so thankful for things. Sam and I go a little bit of a different route. We do hate giving and we utilize this episode to vent about the things that drive us crazy, both sports-related, Dolphins-related, and just life-related. So normally, it's a really good nutcrack into the brains of Sam and I um, for the things that piss us off. It's a George Costanza episode of Perfectville. Well, Chris, speaking of hatesgiving, one thing we don't hate is the fact that basketball is back and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, BetOnline features live betting, free contents, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether it's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to BetOnline.ag today and join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use your promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. Yeah, and then, you know, all those things that Chris just talked about with Thanksgiving and the holidays, tis the season to love your family, you know, say thanks to all the blessings that you have in your life. And uh, in the town of Perfectville, we say, fuck all that. We're going to vent and we're going to get rid of all the angst, all the anxiety, all the stress that's been boiled up in the middle of our brain. We're getting rid of all that today here in the town of Perfectville. Hates giving seventh annual hates giving day parade here, Chris. I am excited. Are you uh, are you ready to get some shit off your chest? Yeah, I, I hate that it's been seven fucking times. Like we're getting old, man. <laughs> we are getting old. I mean, that's I guess the first thing that we hate is the fact that we are both getting old. I'm in my 40s now, Chris. I am 40 years old officially as of October of 2022. And I gotta tell you, um, it sucks. It's you know, everyone's like, oh, 40 is the new 30. I don't feel 40. I feel fucking 40, and I I look 40. And nothing is fun. There's nothing fun. This, I mean, if I died tomorrow, I'd be like, you know, two months too late. I should have died at October 12th at 39 years old. I would have been a beautiful corpse. But now it's gray hair, saggy skin, and just miserable life. 
Yeah. So, you know, this as as a coach, Sam. Um, So this is going to be my first one now. (laughs) Then we talk about this off air. I have a list and we're going to go off list immediately. (laughs) Um, Kids are uh, that you coach or you're around have no sense of like context and age and like what it means and what that actually looks like. They just kind of throw out a random number. Um, And that came up. Uh, So rugby started back up. So I'm back out in the pitch coaching the boys. It's good to see them. And uh, I hate we that talking- you said the pitch and it wasn't baseball. Yeah. I, I know that's it, man. It's the pitch. It's not a ma- It's not a game. It's a match. Uh, it's not a referee. It's a sir. Um, it's not out of bounds. It's out to touch. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all kinds of crazy things I had to learn. Um, John Telly, one of my favorite kids I coach, uh, one of the best pure tacklers I've ever coached where uh, he, he's injured. So he's not participating. So he's on the sideline with me. And um, we were talking about my white beard and how it makes me look older. And uh, I was like, man, I'm not even that old. I'm 35. And he goes, yeah, no, that's crazy. I thought you were at least 50 when I first met you. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like 50. I was almost born in the nineties. You piece of shit. But like, he's like 13. He doesn't know what 50 actually looks like. And I'm like, God damn. I, my dad's like barely over 50. Like, so yeah, I hate kids not knowing like what age means. Well, even if you'd said, you know, I was almost born in the nineties that to him is ancient because he's 13 yeah. years old. So that doesn't help your case at all, which uh, I kind of hate. Very true. Well. <laughs> yeah. Very true. Zach has before been like, weren't you born in the eighties? Like that long ago? Like, were there even cars then? I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like that's yes. There are cars. You asshole. <laughs> Guess what? The guy you're named after isn't even in the Hall of Fame, so you don't have an opinion. I'm a two-time Hall of Famer. You're named after a non-Hall of Famer, Zach Thomas. Hopefully that changes soon. Well, he is in the College Hall of Fame, Mr. Uh, 54, Zach Thomas, so I guess that's not technically true, but yes, you are right. I hate the fact that we still have to talk about Zach Thomas as a potential Hall of Famer. This shit should have been done three to four years ago at this point. I am so angry at the Hall of Fame. I'm so angry at the whole process. I'm angry at, who is it, Armando Salguero, is the one that actually talks about um, Zach every single year. He's clearly not doing the many justice here. I hate the whole process, by the way, because we keep talking about Zach Thomas as it compares to Brian Urlacher and Ray Lewis, and that's not who he's up against. He's against five other people uh, in the Hall of Fame process. So it could be a cornerback. It could be a quarterback. It could be a running back. It could be a fucking punter. That's who you have to compare him against, which is bullshit. So I hate the whole process of the Pro Football Hall of Fame because it's backwards, it's wrong, and it doesn't make any sense. I've ranted about it so many times, but I hate specifically the fact that Zach Thomas is not in that Hall of Fame quite yet. Yeah, he needs to be. And when his constituents are all clamoring for it, former players, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, um, Kevin Mawai are guys that played against him um, say he's one of the best players they ever played against a student in the game smart. He wasn't born with all the physical traits of those guys that you mentioned, the Ray Lewis, the Brian Erlacher, even Brian Erlacher came out recently and talking about how it's absolutely ridiculous. He's not it and he needs to be. So Sam, I don't think you're a pulse having aqua and orange bleeding Dolphins fan. If you don't hate that Zach Thomas isn't in the hall of fame and he needs to be, and it's going to be this year and it's going to coincide with a deep playoff run for our Miami Dolphins. Well, that would be uh that would be justice served with a dish of ice cream and cherry on top right there. I think that would be perfect if he got into the hall of fame and the Miami Dolphins went on a run here into the playoffs, that deep, deep run. In fact, uh, that would make me feel a little bit better and maybe a little less hate in my heart, which by the way, I hate the fact that if the Miami Dolphins win the Super Bowl, that we probably don't have hates giving anymore. I do like venting, but uh what are we gonna hate if the Miami Dolphins are the reigning champions of the NFL, Chris? 
Uh, yeah, I don't know, but I'd love to find out what that feels like. <laughs> let's just find out like, together. Honest, yeah, darn. I, love I guess let's just wing it and see what that looks like. I mean, sure. <laughs> yeah, somebody, was, somebody told me the other day, they're like, well, you're going to have to change the logo of that bag, Rondé Bagston, for your team or for your for your show because the Miami Dolphins are winning all the time. I'm like, yeah, that's a problem that I was kind of hoping to get rid of like three, four, fucking four or five yeah. years ago. What I mean, honestly, we, we, can, we can keep it and say, you know, that this whole show started because we were so bad and we wanted to talk about it and be optimistic and hear stuff. And so it's, it, it's a reminder of where we were and where we started, but I'm okay. If we do need to move on to a more classy thumbs up, like logo, because <laughs> we're good now. Like, of course, like, again, a great problem to have. I mean, the bag is smiling around Bagston smiling. So I think it's fine. Like shut up. Yeah. Maybe other he likes, yeah. Maybe he likes recycled paper. Yeah. And he's just, yeah. he's, he's Halloween and he's happy. Speaking of being reminded of places that we've been, um, I hate other states that don't have sidewalks, Chris. And I think the state that you live in is one of those states. I remember going to North Carolina and there's absolutely no fucking sidewalk. It's just asphalt for the road and then grass. And then for you guys, you don't even have a fence preventing the fucking graveyard that you live across the street from. From like, what's going to stop the zombies from actually crawling up out of the ground? Like, there's absolutely no barrier there. But that's a different hate giving for another day. I hate states that don't have sidewalks. I was just in Tennessee and I had to walk back to my hotel from the restaurant slash bar, and there was no fucking sidewalk. So I'm either walking in the street or I'm walking on grass, which is probably somebody's property. Either way, I'm probably getting shot. I fucking hate it. Yeah, uh, I mean, we have we have sidewalks here. Like, I mean, I mean, we have one sidewalk. That's true. Actually, it's story time. So Zach was like, can I walk to Harris Teeter, which is a grocery store here? Um, and Publix is way better, by the way, um, which we have those two, which is nice. And he's like, can I walk to Harris Teeter? It's about a mile down the road or something like that. And he's like, at the age where you're like, yeah, I remember riding my bike that far or whatever. I have to tell him, like, cross the street and make sure you su- use the side with the sidewalk so you're not walking in grass on the side of the road. It, it, that is weird. Is that like a South thing? We, we're going to need people to chime in because no in Florida, there's sidewalks everywhere. Yeah, I mean, Florida's in the South, and and, and they have sidewalks. Yeah. California has sidewalks. Nevada has sidewalks. I don't understand people that don't have sidewalks. Like, are you poor? I don't understand why. Like, the fact that you have sidewalks on one side of the street and not the other is almost more asinine than having no sidewalks at all. Correct. That's just because it's almost like somebody was lazy. Like, they, you know, I don't know, just did the fucking sidewalks on one side. Said, ah, fuck it. Good enough. Let's move Department on. of Transportation is like, eh, one's fine. We <laughs> ran out of money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, you, are, you did mention Tennessee and North Carolina, so. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. And, but like, just poor. no sidewalks. No fucking sidewalks. Like, I'm just walking in grass, and, like, I'm stepping in something squishy, and I don't know if it's dog shit or mud or some combination thereof. I hate it. I fucking hate it, Chris. Yeah, you know what I hate, Sam? Um, speaking of referees, um, <laughs> which you weren't. Um, referees. Perhaps, perhaps yeah. we should. <laughs> yeah, let's move on to referees. Um, I hate and I've noticed it's a trend lately, and maybe it's because one of my family members brought it up during a game, and now it's all I think about, Sam. But it's getting to the point now where it's excessive, and I'm noticing it. I absolutely hate when refs throw a flag and then discuss for 10 minutes mm. the penalty. You threw the flag. <laughs> what did you see? Like, if, if you saw holding, I just want the referee... And if you visually, I want the referee to literally throw the flag when the white hat knows what's going on. 54 holding. Boom. That's all I need to see. I don't need you to huddle up, talk amongst yourselves and discuss what the hell happened. Unless you're doing two penalties and it's like offsetting and you have to decide where it's from. Sure. But if it's a quick little fucking delay a game or holding or something that's like 
slowing the game down you threw the flag i fucking hate that you don't know immediately what you threw the flag on i agree like did you sneeze hard and the flag flew out that makes no fucking sense to me i agree and you know what the other one that like kind of an offshoot of that i hate when that happens and then they discuss and they come back and they go there's no flag on the play and you're just like well why the fuck did four flags on the field like who threw the fucking flag oh my god I, i hate it hate it sam well sticking speaking of sports and things that i hate i hate U.S. soccer fans during a World Cup. Oh, oh, oh. I recorded. I have it. Stop. I've recorded. Please well, don't. I'm, don't, I'm, don't spoil I'm, it. I'm not going to spoil it other than the fact that there are times during the World Cup. I'm not going to say this year, but there are times during the World Cup where soccer fans, which, by the way, they're only soccer fans once every four years, mm-hmm. but their soccer fans have it in their head that the United States is somehow going to win the fucking World Cup. We're never going to win the World Cup. I need to explain this again and again and again until I'm blue in the face. But the athletes that play soccer in this country of ours, which half of them don't even have sidewalks in this country, but (laughs) the country itself, they are not the greatest athletes in the world like they are in other countries. Soccer is at best the fourth most, I don't know, popular sport in the United States when it comes to the athletes that actually play. They play football, they play baseball, they play basketball, and then perhaps they play soccer. It's very rare that the soccer players in this country are the best soccer players in the world or the best best athletes in this country. So why in the fuck do you think when we go to the World Cup and we play against other teams' best athletes and other countries' best athletes that do play soccer, like fucking full-time, full-blown top sport, they don't even know what American football is? Why would you think that the United States is going to be as successful as you think they will be? Yeah, and then so they, you, you make ahead. a great point, Sam. And and it's the same thing with rugby. Um, USA didn't even qualify for the Rugby World Cup. We lost lost to Portugal. Okay, we lost to Portugal. I'm sorry, we tied, uh, freaking tied, sixteen sixteen. Winner qualifies for the World Cup, and we couldn't even pull that off. Sam, this <laughs> is how I explain it: We lost in rugby to Ireland. Okay. Okay. America did. Ireland's the size of Rhode Island. But the problem is, and the difference is, Ireland's LeBron James's play rugby and they do since they're babies. Our LeBron James's play basketball. (laughs) You know, our Saquon Barkley's play football. Now, if they did play rugby, we would beat everybody in the entire world. Absolutely. But you expecting anything from soccer or rugby at this point. Now, rugby's getting there. It's like the second fastest growing sport in America. It's getting there. But until those kids... Like, for example, we, we have a real world possibility where Charlotte and I and Zachary are going to have to make a decision. Do you go on a full ride to play football or do you like not get as much money and not the promise of a lot of fame and money in your future and play rugby instead? A lot of those kids, most of those kids pick football because right. the fame and the money is there. Rugby, it's not. And until those kids, the Zacks of the world, and we play with a lot of them too in rugby, there's like one one off of a kid that's just like, I love rugby. I dream of playing rugby. That's all I'm going to do. Sure. The rest, they're going to go play football. And until that changes and until they play those different sports, we'll never compete on the world level ever. No, I mean, and, and to your point about basketball, like when we lose in basketball in the FIBA World Championships or the Olympics, then I could be like, well, that's disappointing. Why yeah. the fuck did we lose like, that? Holy shit. Like, like, what is that even? How did Chris Paul and Dwayne Wade lose to some like hairy guy yeah, from Argentina? to Angola? We lost to Angola. Like, how does that happen? But when we lose to fucking or, or put it this way, the first game of the World Cup that the United States played in this this year was against Wales, if I'm not mistaken. And we tied and I'm like, good. We fucking tied. Everyone else. Yeah, like, I was well, happy. 
that's disappointing. I can't believe we we just had a draw. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, Whale, like the whales, like the fact that they only gave up one goal and only scored one goal to me is <laughs> like a fucking victory, and we should be having parades in the fucking field. Like, I don't know. I, I just think people's ex- expectations for U.S. soccer, especially men's soccer, are way overblown, and I hate it. Yeah, we actually had this conversation because one of my former bosses uh, played goalie for University of North Carolina, Charlotte, and she they're really good. Like, she's really good. And she said, like, women's soccer, yeah, absolutely. They'll win World Cups and stuff like that. They don't have the avenues that the male players have to play different sports. And, you know, they do. The men do. Like, and they're just never going to be as good. Like you said, until those athletes are picking soccer and picking yeah. rugby over basketball and football and baseball, they're, they're never going to compete. And, and, and it's very surprising that people are surprised by that. Like, honestly, I- it's super simple to understand um like like it really like honestly like a, a sport like rugby like a smaller sport zach's already been like contacted by colleges sure like fo- football colleges don't even know who he is yet right because it's just you know rugby they they're it's few and far between it kid stands out in america like in football they're everywhere every corner you you turn because the best athletes are playing those sports sam so uh yeah i don't i don't understand the confusion and the surprise i mean if you look at it on paper America, yeah, USA, like big, huge country, tons of money, tons of athletes. Should we compete? Yes. Until those top players play those sports, though, they won't. It doesn't matter. Let's go back to the early 80s when the United States knocked off the Soviet Union in hockey. Right. And they made a movie called. Yeah. Well, guess what? The movie was called Miracle. And the big tagline (laughs) was called, do you believe in miracles? Because it was a fucking miracle that the United States was somehow (laughs) able to beat Russia at their game. Like, that's what we're talking about here. That's how excited we should be whenever the United States does anything in men's soccer on the world stage. Like, oh, my God, this is the fucking miracle. Yet somehow we're like, this is fucking disappointing. I can't believe they fucking tied Wales. This is well, we're going to have to fire the coach again. Like, what are you fucking talking about? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, I I hate it too, Sam. And and, and moving into um, hating because that's what this is all about. Um, and I don't want to talk about soccer anymore. I hate that you even brought up that sport. Um, apologies. <laughs> don't do it again. Um, and, and I think this has been on Hatesgiving, but it's worth repeating because uh, I still hate it. <laughs> so <laughs> that hasn't changed. And that is female announcers. Mm using their fake announcer voice mm. like they made it so like they're like well this is what i'm supposed to sound like and they do the whole well go back nasally and we've talked about this before with like the guy the women the women that do it i hate it they, it's like they feel like they have to uh fit in uh, with the good old boys and that's what that sounds like and it just sounds like old-timey radio listening to the brooklyn dodgers playing the new york yankees and they're just like, oh, just a floor outside. There's a hit to right field. Oh, Ghibli Goober with a catch. Wow, what a knee slapper. Like, that's how they're talking. And it's absolutely horrible. And I fucking hate it. Oh, well, I'm glad that you did put the caveat on there because there was like a little bit of a pregnant pause after you said, I hate female sports announcers. I was like, oh, okay, well, this is the last episode we're ever having. But <laughs> you're correct. I mean, they do seem on some level, not all of them, of course, but some of them certainly have that this is what it's supposed to be like and that's probably not why you were hired i you know as an offshoot to that i hate when you are a creative person or you've come up with something and then you get hired by this big entity and then they change everything about you they're basically trading on your name to bring eyeballs or listeners or some sort of consumer to the project even though the whole reason why you would even have a following to begin with is because of your uniqueness and then getting into some, you know, announcing position in this case, and then sounding just like everybody else is absolutely asinine men, women. Otherwise I agree with you. 
Yeah, and while we're on that subject, I hate that every sideline reporter is a blonde, skinny, hot chick. Like, can we mix it up? Like, OG Lisa Salters, I love her better than any of them because she's different. Like, I can't stand the just, they all look the same. They all have the lip filler and the nose job and the obvious, like, fake teeth. And can we not zoom in on Tom Pelicello anymore on the NFL Network? If you pay attention, I hate this. I'm I'm so glad we do this episode. And he has the uh, very obvious fake veneer and they're gigantic and he looks like matt dylan from uh something about mary sure. and when he talks the spit sticks to it and you can see it as he's speaking and they just zoom in on hd like perfectness on his face and it just it doesn't work for me fam like it's okay to have a little yellow tint yeah like the pure white fake teeth is so completely ridiculous i hate it you know, the back in the day, Brian Baldinger used to be uh, the color commentator for NFL Fox, right? Yeah. And uh, he would, he, as a nervous tick, he would he would kind of open and close his hand as he's holding the microphone. Yet he's got one of them football fingers that just yeah. dangles down here, right? And it's the disgusting. Ball, used, yeah, he used to call it the Baldinger finger. And it would just like kind of hang down here. And every time he did this little nervous tick where he opened and closed his hands while holding the mic, you would see his like disgust, just dis- fucking foul pinky it's horrible. dangling off like some sort of bait on a hook and, and, and then, he's super demonstrative now yeah. even he'll talk with his hands like this and he goes and you're yeah, going like this and you got to watch for the block and the thing is dangling it looks yeah. like an elephant trunk yeah. just hanging from his wrist it's absolutely yeah. disgusting and so, somebody needs to like cut that thing off well i think that's why he got fired from fox as being a color commentator because people are like look you're, you're freaking out children but like they used to after a few weeks you could see that people were like complaining because they zoomed in and you could only see from the middle finger up you could only see half of his hand on the microphone and you could still see what he's doing it right because the fingers extend but you just couldn't see that disgusting finger you know pointing down at florida while he was pointing up at maine at the same time and uh but you're right i mean tom pelissaro the same thing we don't need to see all of that in hd maybe maybe we don't need everything to be in hd some things can still be in blur vision and will be just perfectly fine i agree with you on that yeah yeah to the cameraman on tom pelissaro you, you should be like Zach Wilson's dad. Pull out a little bit. <laughs> well, speaking of which, uh, you're listening to Hates Giving here in the town of Perfectville on the Believe Network, streaming on Sirius XM and TuneIn Radio. Something that I hate here, Chris. Uh, I hate the fact that uh, my girlfriend always oh. points out the one time, the one time that an NFL game went longer than three hours and throws out of my face every single week when I say, I just want to watch the game. She's like, but it's going to be seven hours. I'm like, it's not seven hours. It's three hours. It's like, really? Because I remember when the Dolphins played the Titans and there was a lightning storm and it was seven oh, hours. No. And it comes up every single week, Chris. And I hate it. I yeah, hate it. Yeah, you have to. That's that's such an anomaly. It's such an exception, not the rule. If my wife did that and she was like, oh, you remember the Titans game that one time with the lightning delay went to like 9, 8, 9 p.m.? I mean, yeah. Do you remember the other 40 fucking games I've watched since then that were over by four? Like, that's, that's just not the, the norm. It, it's Miami and there's thunderstorms. That happens. I'm glad they didn't cancel or postpone the game outright and we ended up winning. So, oh, so that's my comeback to her every time is, and we won. I mean, how many times do I have to watch Real Housewives of Atlanta, you know, that goes beyond the hour time check because it goes to an hour five because they have to show me the preview of next week when some other bitch is mad at some other bitch like it feels like it's not a fair fight but uh whatever all right so i've got another one here chris this is offside of uh football sure uh, i've got a few of those as well lined up yeah. let's do it so i hate two things this is a, this is a two for one Uh-oh. i hate tomatoes i fucking hate them. i don't really? like tomatoes they're weird they're like slimy they're crunchy 
they're hard, they're soft, they're wet, they're dry. It doesn't it, like it, it seems like it has an identity crisis, the fucking tomato. But what I hate more than tomatoes is when I tell people I hate tomatoes and they go, really? But do you like ketchup? Do you like salsa? You like spaghetti sauce? And I'm like, yeah, I like all like those pizza? fucking things. I like pizza too. I don't like fucking tomatoes. I you don't think I know that? You just think like you're breaking ground for me when I go, I don't like tomatoes, like, but you like salsa? Like, holy shit, I never put it together that tomatoes are in part of the salsa process. You've changed <laughs> my life forever. Everybody, round of tomatoes for everyone around here, sun-dried or otherwise. Just get them on the table. Fuck off. I don't like tomatoes and I'm okay with that. I'm an adult. I'm 40, as I talked about earlier, and I don't need to like tomatoes. I hate them, in fact, and I hate you for telling me, well, don't you like ketchup or salsa? Yeah. No. Yes, I do. But fuck off. That, that, yeah. that, that doesn't justify anything. Sam, you could never live in Tennessee or North Carolina, sidewalks aside, um, because this is obviously a thing because it happened. My boss came into work with it. And then I brought it up to people. And they're like, oh, yeah, that, that shit's good. I love that. And I'm like, what? She came in and ate on white bread, mayonnaise, and slices of tomatoes. Ugh. That's it. A tomato sandwich. And every time I bring that up, people are like, oh, yeah, I love tomato sandwiches. They're good down. That's a southern thing. They're really good. I'm like, a tomato sandwich? No. Like, my brother's jokingly, not even jokingly, he doesn't like BLTs. He calls it a condiment sandwich. He thinks bacon's not good enough to be a, the main course protein, so it's a condiment sandwich. Disagree. I, I totally disagree. But a mayonnaise and tomato sandwich and she puts a little black pepper and salt on it disgusting and if you no. eat it i don't care if you stop listening to my show i hate you i hate yeah. you and i hate your family and your mother and grandmother whoever brought that to you and made it a thing and put it on a plate in front of you for the first time and i don't care what anyone says they're fucking eating it because grandma told them about it no one enjoys that no, no one enjoys that a tomato mayonnaise sandwich and it's a southern thing oh yeah tomato sandwich you get the i hate you you should be arrested, charged, and convicted yes. of some sort of crime. Hundred percent. I totally agree with that. That's disgusting. That is. Like, how does not like disgusting. soak the bread with tomato juice? It's gross. And it's not even like good bread. You just said white bread, so it's not like wheat. Yeah, it's like wonder. Yeah, no, it's yeah. wonder yeah. bread or something. Yeah. It's disgusting. The South. Why do I live here? I, I bought two houses <laughs> here. The hell am I doing? I don't know. Let's I... move. Let's move on because this is food related, Sam. It's one of the things I hate, and and, and it's something I actually found this out. My wife can attest to this. She, I don't know if she believes it, but I, I have sources I, I could cite. Sam, I can't stand chewing noises. I hate it. Stop. I literally, ugh. Like if anyone's near me and they're chewing out loud, their gum, their food, and it's slapping. And it's a disease. I looked it up. It's a disease, Sam, to not enjoy those things. My wife is laughing currently to the left because she thinks that's absolutely absurd. It is a fucking disease that can be diagnosed as you not enjoying it. Like, I can't listen to those sounds. So I, I, I don't like reading audio. Like, like, oh, my God. Here's the worst thing right here, Sam. You ever in school or even now? It might be me on a podcast, but an audio book. And it's a guy reading the book or a woman and they just like, you can hear their lips separate in between words. Oh my God. I want to burn a building down and just, you want to get me to keep reading books, paper, old school, keep lip slapping your audio book. Okay. How are they hiring these people? You ever heard of a pop screen? Like it is disgusting. I can't stand those noises. 
I also hate when people re listen to an audiobook and say, Oh, I just read this book. No, you didn't. You didn't read shit. No, you didn't, you didn't you listen to a anything. person read it to you. <laughs> yeah, you're you're just you're not you're not on my level of reading uh at that <laughs> point. Um so interestingly enough, I uh <laughs> I never I never I, I still have it. I still have it somewhere. And now I feel like I'm compelled that I'm gonna have to release it. But I have gone through um for I don't know seven years now, and uh, I do all the editing of this show. So when we take breaks or if whatever reason, you know, if I need to bleep something out because I said something that would probably get me sued or whatever the case may be, <laughs> that never that's happens. all. Yeah, that's all me. That's all Sam that does that. That also means I have raw audio of this show of Chris and I talking for <laughs> seven years, which means I have a lot of. And I have uh, actually been secretly clipping those out of a lot of our shows, not every single one, but I clip (laughs) out like a lot of the big ones. And like when we laugh and I just keep it in a file and I just add to it. And it's the most disgusting, like 10 minutes you'll ever hear of either one of us just making sounds as we're talking or like while the other one's talking, the other one's like, you know, just sort of there breathing a little bit. Sometimes that comes through on the audio track. So, uh, (laughs) Thank God for normalizing. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever said that to me, if you tape me down and put the headphones on me and played that for me, I'd probably die of just like, I would want to die. I'd like just set me on fire. (laughs) I do not want to listen to that at all. Yeah. I still have that. So I haven't done it in a while. Maybe I need to add back to it, but it's a lot of, it's almost like a, it's like a soda can opening human sounds. (laughs) I can't. I, and it's, it is, I, I hope there's someone out there suffering from the same disease as I am <laughs> that can chime in and talk about the, 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 the pits, the pitfalls of living with this horrible ra- ragged disease. And we can connect, we can connect and we, we need more people that, that are experiencing the same thing as me. Um, and have someone to talk to. I, I just can't listen to it. Well, speaking to somebody to talk to, I hate when people invite you to some sort of dinner party, Thanksgiving, as an example. And they tell you, well, yeah, no, um, um, the, the invite says, Two o'clock, right? Be there at two o'clock. But I don't know if that's when dinner starts or if that's just like when they want people there so we can mingle and have cocktails and eat right. snacks. And then we're going to eat at like 3.30 or 4. I have no idea. And sometimes that gives me so much anxiety that I shit my pants, Chris, because I don't know when I'm supposed to be there. Because if I'm there at 2 and dinner's having it too, it's like, well, fuck, I missed out on all the hors d'oeuvres and the appetizers and all the mingling with everyone. Or if, you know, I go, well, two o'clock is when we're eating and I show up at one and the hosts aren't even fucking ready and they're angry at me now. Now I feel like I'm pressuring them. Like, just put on the invitation, be there at two, dinner at three. You know, we yell at Uncle Joe at five, like whatever it turns out to be, like be a little more specific with your invite, because I don't fucking know what's happening at two o'clock. I just know I'm supposed to be there, but am I going to be there drinking? I'm going to be there sitting. I'm going to be there eating. I have no fucking clue. I have people that I'm responsible for, aka children. Please be more specific on your stupid invite to whatever dinner party you're inviting me to that I don't even really want to go to. I probably hate that dinner invite, by the way, anyway, but please tell me what the fuck is happening. Otherwise, I hate it and I hate you. Well, the next thing I hate, Sam works right into that because you might not even get the invite if you're a uh, in a group chat. That's what I hate. I hate a group chat. And Sam, you can now uh, you've switched recently to the dark side, but I hate being in a group chat of all <laughs> iPhone users and there's one Android user. So it's green. Gifts don't go through. Pictures don't work. Some people's oh, texts come. Some people's texts come in uh, at different times or not at all. 
get just get an iphone like you're not different you're not cool oh well there's so many editing opportunities with my apps with my android shut up nerd get an iphone so everybody's blue everyone's got iMessage. gifts and pictures go through fine i hate android users ruining a group text message well to that point chris uh colin kind of spilled the beans but i recently uh got an <laughs> iphone 14 because my son uh was watching youtube on my samsung phone um and uh youtube had the audacity of having a commercial because i was like i'm not paying 65 dollars a year for commercialist youtube and then he took my thousand dollar phone and threw it into the rocks because there was a commercial and broke it and i learned a lesson in economics that day and went well maybe i'll just pay for youtube premium going forward because 65 dollars sounds a hell of a lot better than 1200 for a fucking phone um but you you know what i hate chris when you switch to an iphone and uh 87 people that you text with within three days go, hey, did you get an iPhone? I could tell by the color of the fucking bubble on the goddamn message. Hey, hey, welcome to the dark side. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? That's fine. Whatever. Just are, are you going to be on the show or not this week? Like, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Well, yeah, I can't even say anything because I'm I'm that guy. I'm that person. You're, <laughs> you're like, not the uh, only one. You're like, uh, updated my phone. Is this Chris? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and then something to do with the colors changing. So yeah, yeah, I'm that guy. Um, but, but you're not the only one. I had a, a, a friend of mine in LA, a pretty prominent guy who was texting me. He's in town here in Northern California. He's like, you want to go to lunch? I'm like, can't. Sorry, busy doing hates giving. And he's like, hey, did you get an iPhone? Like, why is everything blue? I don't understand why. I look at you coming up. I'm like, okay, fuck off. Now we're not even friends anymore because you're the 87 person to do it this week please leave me alone go make your movies in peace and make all the money in the world but never talk to me again okay um here's the thing about hates giving this year chris is that uh, i have a few more that i need to get off my chest but i also crowdsourced i went to twitter i went to the okayest fantasy league ever and i got some hatred from some of the citizens of perfectville that i do want to talk about as well uh speaking of the okayest fantasy league ever you must be hating that league because i beat you again last yeah. week and it was a close game and it, like it wasn't supposed to be that way and i didn't even know who i had to ask you who it was some <laughs> palmer or something josh um, palmer <laughs> josh palmer i didn't even know who that is um had just went off and and you won by a few points it's supposed to be me um yeah fantasy sucks this year like i'm in like 11th or 12th place in almost all my leagues i don't get it I am six and five in just about every single league. I'm in four leagues and I'm six and five in all of them. I can't get any sort of momentum, which brings me to my point. I hate Jerry Judy and his stupid ankle because in my big dynasty league, I traded for Jerry Judy because I had this dream. I was going to get nothing but Bama players. So I have Tua Tungavailoa, I have Derek Henry, I have Jalen Waddell. I went and got Jerry Judy. I was trying to get Brian Robinson out of Washington, had to settle for Christian McCaffrey, which actually kind of worked in my favor. But uh, I had Jerry Judy and I traded away Cortland Sutton and uh who's his teammate in the denver broncos who wasn't doing shit and jerry judy was coming up he was actually starting to get something going with russell wilson as soon as i put him in the starting lineup chris he turns an ankle and hasn't been hurt from since and he's out again this week i fucking hate jerry judy's ankle yeah i I hate all the injuries and the things happening i hate russell wilson not being good too speaking of that um and I just hate fantasy football this year. Like it's, it's weird. I I'm in, I'm finally at the point where I'm, I'm in too many leagues. Like it's to the point where I'm like, I'm checking four Yahoo leagues and then our fantasy league, which you of course had on ESPN, the worst fantasy app in the fucking history of fantasy apps where Yahoo is just like a steamroll that's been going on. I can't even like, check live scores on Yahoo. I'm in two Yahoo leagues. I'm like, how do I check that? At least on ESPN, I can go on and like check out game cast, like, and see what's going on in real time. I can't fucking find that on Yahoo. 
I guess. I mean, no one uses ESPN, and and, and it's but it is the okayest fantasy football league, so it doesn't make sense that it's not on a premium platform. Sam, I, I know you're going to read people's. Let me get my last one out of the way, and let's move on to our listeners. Um, and this is one that hits pre- really close to home, and it's very new to me. And it's the last one I have written down, and I wanted to get to it last. But um, man, I hated not coaching. Mm. football i hated not coaching football i've been coaching zachary since he's five years old i'm always involved i always know who's playing what who's hurt who will be there who won't what defense what offense we're running what strategy we're coming into the game with what the depth chart looks like who's injured um you know what play is called each and every play the adrenaline the prepared the prepare preparation the um the practice schedule the game day butterflies all of it are gone and i've been doing it since he's five and sam it's the worst it's the worst it's not just that on the field Sam, I hate being in the crowd. I hate being in the crowd, especially as the former coach. Hey, coach, why do you think he d- he did that? Why didn't they call a timeout there? What was that penalty for? Who was in? Whose man was that? It, it's unbelievable. And I'm like, I just want to watch the game. I have to get up and go walk to the track and lean against the fence. Like I can't. It's from everywhere, from all angles, from everyone. And they mean so well. They just have a source of knowledge that's sitting there now that's been a coach for years. So I get it. But, man, I just want to watch the game in peace. And, honestly, I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know, and I want to know. Are we in zone there? I don't know. Are we in man? I don't know. Last year I knew because I made the calls. You know, whose man was that? I don't know. And it's been – the worst. I need my own box. I need to like maybe hold the sticks, do something to be involved and get on the field because I have to get out of the crowd. You should just uh, design your own plays in the crowd. Like, well, this is what I would have done and just show them what the play call would have been. And that way you always look like a genius. And maybe that uh, scratches that coaching itch for you. I'm not sure. Maybe. Well, uh, one thing, and we'll talk about this at the end of the episode. I hate that we're favored by so much against the Houston Texans this weekend because the last time we were favored by this many points against a team was against these very Houston Texans teams that came out and beat us by three. So I hate that we're actually getting. I hate when the when they don't give us credit, Chris, on the on the in the media. But I hate when they give us too much credit here. I just right. want to fly under the radar and be eight and three, and then you know go back to doing whatever I do after that. Like I just don't want this big of a spotlight brightened on us so that's funny you said that when i did my first huddle as a branch manager i said look there's 13 branches in the region i don't want to be first but just don't be last i want to be fourth fifth i want to just be in the middle i don't want anybody to be like oh what are you doing so well what what are some things that we can like uh you know i'm gonna visit and send this person over and i don't want to be last where everyone's like dude really like you got to pick it up and they're visiting and wondering forget about me I want to be, I want to coast. I don't want the spotlight and I don't want to be horrible. Like that's it. That's all I ask. We want to be the okayest branch yes. ever. And speaking of the okayest, anything, the okayest fantasy league ever, we got a couple here. This comes from Jeremy Hagen. I like this one. This is a good one. When the kids let ice fall on the kitchen floor and it melts and then you walk in with socks on. I'm also not a huge fan of turtle heads at the grocery store. I don't know what that last one means other than maybe he's almost pooping his pants. That's it's the only poop, turtle head yeah. that I could think of. But the ice on the floor is a huge, huge issue. And I agree with him because nothing is worse than wet socks in any situation. And if you have ice on the floor and they let it sit there thinking, well, it'll just melt and be away. And then you step on it. Oh, that's murderous rage for me. Well done. Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. Good one, Jeremy. I uh, totally agreeing. And I hope you poop soon. 
Yeah, yeah. And don't do it at the store. They have bad toilets. Okay, this one comes from Nick Boya, who's also in the okayest fantasy league ever. Uh, he says, I hate that the Dolphins could have had Peyton Manning, Bill Belichick as DC, and Jimmy Johnson as head coach for fuck's sake. And I asked for clarification on that. I go, what do you mean? And he says, well, in Peter King's article recently, he talked about that this was the plan that uh, it actually came from Jimmy Johnson's book where he uh, talked to Archie Manning and called him and said, you guys need to draft Peyton Manning. And Belichick was almost the DC, but ended up staying loyal to Bill Parcells. So the Miami Dolphins almost had Jimmy Johnson as head coach with Bill Belichick as their defensive coordinator and Peyton Manning as the heir apparent to Dan Marino in the late, mid to late nineties. Um, wow. How things would have changed if those, those courses of action had happened. Um, but I also hate Peter King for bringing that up right now, because what's yeah. it, are we having too much of a good time here in South Florida to where you need to rain on our parade and bring up something that's literally 25 years old? Like what the fuck, Peter King, go find another couch to sit on for Monday morning quarterbacking and leave us the fuck alone. Yeah. That's the thing about, um, being good like you said everybody's talking about it oh speaking of dolphins did you know that this happened i saw in jimmy johnson's book yeah leave us alone why even bring that up that'd be like you know you know i i don't know i don't i just don't bring it up don't even get our hopes up because you can't do anything about it now but man would that change the course of the entire history of the nfl yeah i mean like what is it like oh yeah well all they're seven and three and they're gonna go eight three against houston this weekend and be back in first place remember when Derek shelby fucked that hooker and then fought a cop and said he needed a z-pack like nobody needs to remember that like who even remembers Derek shelby no one does including that hooker that he had sex with but all right let's move to twitter here chris uh we got a couple from some of the uh the, the loyal tweets out there this comes from simon olson aka at taternuts 79 uh, it's been a long time listener. I hate Mac Jones and Zach Wilson's face. They have the most punchable faces ever. This I'm okay is with that. Elite tweet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is an elite tweet and uh, perfectly well said. Mac Jones, even more than Zach Wilson. Oh, my God. His bitch ass getting dragged off the field with a high ankle sprain, acting like he got sniped in the in the kidney, you know, by a freaking Afghani sniper rifle. Like, I mean, dude, the guy was he's so punchable yeah, and it, it, he's everything worst. about him is the worst mccorkle oh my favorite part was <laughs> favorite part was yesterday he threw that fourth and long whatever uh to nelson aguilar got nelson aguilar injured and then took his helmet off and threw that and uh my daughter says well that one hit the ground too which i thought was hey. hilarious so yes uh, i agree with that this one comes from cliffy mac at mcclifford 36 i hate when people give unsolicited advice that nobody asked for what you should have done is dot 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 Oh, you've been divorced twice and you're going to give me relationship relationship advice. Oh, you're in debt up to your eyeballs, but this is what I should have done with my money. Thanks, but no thanks. I agree with that, Cliffy. The only thing I would have said differently is I would have put the financial one first and the marriage one differently, you know, like down below. That's my advice to you, even though you didn't ask for it. But uh, I agree with that. Unsolicited advice, Chris. Yeah. Patriot. Yeah. Hate, hate it. <laughs> Anything unsolicited uh, that no one, no one who, who asked for that is my question. No one did. That's exactly right. This one comes from JD Finn's fan, Jeremy Hagen from the OKS Fantasy League. I don't quite understand if I understand get this here, but uh, he says, I hate the look on my kids' faces after I've told my family at Thanksgiving something great my kids have accomplished, and my mom immediately compares something mediocre my sister's kids did. It's an automatic for her. They're all your grandkids, mom. It's not a damn competition. What the fuck? And then he gives an example. His sister talking. How's name of his daughter ballet doing? Great. She's training with a new instructor six days a week and has a scholarship there. And then his mom jumps in talking about one of his sister's kids. So-and-so started T-ball this year. I went to two of his games. Then him and his wife, what the fuck, mom? So 
I'm not quite sure I understand why Jeremy's hatred is coming from, other than maybe he wants the spotlight on his kids just a little bit longer uh, than grandma's willing to give. Is that what's going on here, Chris? Yeah, that's what it sounds like to me is, uh, you know, like maybe say awesome, great job before jumping into the, oh, you know, Sally's kid uh, didn't fail math today. Like why are we, comp- don't compare them. Just say like great job or whatever. I can see yeah. why that's, that's frustrating. Everybody loves their, their own kid. So I get it. This one comes from Alex Larson at Dearborn Dolphin. I hate the Chiefs fans that have come out of nowhere to shit on Tua just because people are saying Tua is an MVP candidate. Bitch, you owe us. Well, I don't know what they owe us necessarily, but uh, I agree with that. Like, I don't know where these Chiefs fans are coming out of nowhere. Like, who cares? Like, Patrick Mahomes is very good, and he probably is the MVP at this point. Two is in the discussion. No big deal. So is Josh Allen. So is Lamar Jackson. So is Tyreek Hill. Are they mad because we took Tyreek Hill? You guys are doing just fine, Chiefs fans. Leave us alone, and we'll leave you alone. We got no problems here until the AFC Championship game, if that's where it goes. So uh, I agree with Alex. Shut the fuck up, Chiefs fans. So two things. Uh, first of all, we, they owe us uh, is most likely them referring to us beating the Patriots a few years ago, giving the Chiefs the one seed in the bye week and home field advantage uh, when Fitzpatrick hit Gusecki late in the game. And uh, oh, and famously, uh-huh. Kevin Harlan, Kevin Harlan did the double. I'm announcing both games like it was, it was amazing. Uh, speaking of awesome announcers, um, that's got to be what he's referring to. Uh, and then two. um yeah, when's the last time we had a quarterback in the MVP discussion, Sam? It's Dan Marino. Like, there's no other quarterback that's ever been in the MVP discussion. Let's just enjoy this. Like, <clears throat> it's like the USA soccer fans. Like, just enjoy this, man. Like, there's no, uh, like, we're not spoiled. Like, oh, what? Why? why uh, he should be MVP, not just in the discussion. No, let's just enjoy him being in the discussion. Now, this one comes from Aaron Flynn at Aaron Flynn. I hate comparing quarterbacks. It was annoying when Tua was compared to everyone else, and now that he's doing well, we've got to stop. So I think what he's saying is that all the Dolphins fans that are coming back and just dropping receipts on top of uh, Justin Herbert fans, on top of Josh Allen fans, on top of everybody else, we can't do that considering everyone did that to us with Tua. That's what he hates. What are your thoughts? Agreed. Agreed totally. Let's just, again, let's sit back. Let's be the humble guys. Let's be in the middle. Let's not be talked about by anybody. Let's just uh, keep those receipts. But at the sake of them doing not doing as well just be the big be the bigger fan base dolphins well speaking of which uh let's just end citizen participation and hates giving day parade with uh our good pal raced he's got a bunch of them number one i hate when perfect field doesn't post which is actually kind of a backhanded compliment in a way because uh means he's waiting for us but also this was his way of motivating us to get hates giving done here chris so fuck off raced uh number two I still hate that the Patriots own the trademark to the phrases perfect season, which I didn't fucking know that until I saw this tweet and had to look it up. But he's right. The Patriots own the trademark to the phrase perfect season. And I feel in my heart that there's nothing larger for the federal government to get involved with right now than stopping this madness of the New England Patriots owning the phrase to perfect season. Let's, you know, fuck off about inflation, fuck off about gas prices, unemployment, or, you know, COVID or any of these other things. Let's figure out how we can pull this away from the New England Patriots and give it back to the Miami Dolphins. I agree with Raced on this. I hate that the Patriots own perfect season in terms of a trademark. I didn't even know that was a thing. So that's unbelievable that that is the case. It is. And now here's one more from race because we're going to give him his due, his due propers here. And by the way, you hate that we don't post. I hate that you don't do the, the rankings every week on OK's yeah, Fantasy about that? race. So, that? yeah, it doesn't sound so good, huh? All right. This one comes from uh, race again. And he says, I hate coming up with birthday and Christmas presents. 
What's supposed to be a fun day that friends and family celebrate your existence and give you nice stuff turns into a stressful day of bullshit pressure from everyone going, what do you want? I need a list, damn it. I don't fucking know. If I knew of something that I wanted that was worth having, guess what? I would have bought that shit myself. Buy me something with Dolphin's logo. I don't care as long as even if it's a damn toilet seat cover. Just don't make me come up with a list because guaranteed, if I come up with a list, I'm going to be hit with, oh, that's way too expensive. You're not getting that. No shit. That's why I didn't buy it for myself in the first place. For my birthday, just stop asking or give me scotch. Oh, my God. I hate how long that was. Shut <laughs> up, Race. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was over three texts. I had to open different boxes on my no. phone. Yeah, that that's that meme. Like, you know, sorry for your loss or congratulations. I'm not reading all that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't hate that. I do. I do like that one. I've seen that before. That's a good one. Well, um, you know, I hate that hates giving is coming to an end here, Chris, but I got a lot off my chest. I feel better. Do you feel better? Absolutely. Every time we do this every year, it's funny. I sat down and I'm like, what do I hate? And Charlotte's like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of things you complained about. And then five seconds later, I have a list of eight things. Like, it's like, I really hate a lot of stuff. And then as we talk. Yeah. I'll see three of these for next year. Like, yeah, I mean, it's crazy how much stuff I hate. It's uh, probably not good for me. That's why we need to do this every year uh, to get it out of our system. Otherwise, you're going to put your head. You know, here's something else I hate. I I was thinking about this, and and you are not in violation of this. I hate when Miami Dolphins intermix our logos. Like if they wear like an old school logoed hat or like a new school T-shirt. I'm like fucking. Just I pick can't one stand logo. F- w- like Dolphins fans that spell Zach Thomas with a K. <laughs> There's not a K. It's an H. They, you're not a fan. And and every Hall of Fame post, it's like, you know, Zach needs to be in with a K. His name's not Zach with a K. Like that'd be like calling you Sam with a Z. Like Zam. Like no, 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 no it's not your name. His name is Sam. Get the letter right. I kind of like Zam though. That's pretty cool. I might Zam's be Zam. Zam Marku going forward, Ooh. and Marku can be spelled with a K. I like it. Yep. Yeah, All right. Okay. Well, I don't hate that, but uh, what I do hate is that we have to get to the end of the show, and we do have to give our predictions for this Houston Texans-Miami Dolphins weird rivalry that has happened over the years. Um, If you look at the history, history will tell you that the Houston Texans have gotten the Miami Dolphins goat year after year after year, although recent history tells a different story. And this particular year, I would be shocked if anybody outside of maybe the parents of the players on the Houston Texans are taking the Houston Texans at all. I mean, you just look at this and the Houston Texans are in just an awful, awful state at this point. I mean, Davis Mills, the giraffe who everyone thought, well, look, he's just as good as two. If you look at the stats after the 2021 season, he was just benched for a guy I think named Kyle Wright. I don't even know if that's his name, um, but he just got benched. So the Houston Texans have their backup quarterback playing in Miami against the Miami Dolphins team coming off of a bye week that is seven and three, that if they win, go back into first place in the AFC East are fighting for a playoff spot. The Houston, Tex- the Houston Texans are not on any level fighting for anything other than maybe the first overall pick in the NFL draft. And the Houston Texans uh, are, I think, I think of what I think we are favored. The Miami Dolphins are favored Chris by 13 points if not more. And I alluded to it during Hatesgiving that uh, I hate that we're favored by that much because that's just going to lead to extreme disappointment, uh, most likely. However, with the Houston Texans coming in, uh, Damian Pierce is a good running back for the Houston Texans. You've got Nico Collins, who's a decent wide receiver. Brandon Cooks, when he's motivated, is a decent wide receiver. But you don't have Davis Mills as your quarterback anymore. You've got Lovey Smith or some version of Lovey Smith uh, coaching this team. 
They're awful. They have some talent, but really no cohesive talent. What are your thoughts, Chris, on the Miami Dolphins and the Houston Texans this week? <laughs> it's the ultimate trap game. Like it's like we have such a stretch of harder teams after this game. Um, a gauntlet going into the playoffs is a game we should and will win. I mean, like two weeks to prepare. <clears throat> um, I thought it was absolutely insane that they named Davis Mills getting benched midweek. Like, why not wait till Sunday? Let, for two weeks, we're preparing for Davis Mills, and all of a sudden, Kyle Allen comes in. Kyle I mean, Allen, look at yeah. The, yeah, looking at the comments, the fans are happy. The Texans fans are like, yeah, Kyle Allen's won some games. Like, he's a good player. Like, I'm surprised they gave us even a few days to prepare for this. But um, the only thing I'm worried about is Kyle Allen coming out just fuck it mode, doesn't care. And it's just slinging it around and it just keeps it a close game. It's not going to, it's not going to happen. Like the, it might be like the Browns where they score first and we're like, Oh, but um, this actually should and will be a blowout. Sam, we've had two weeks to prepare. It's a home game. We got a lot of traveling coming up to the West coast and big teams, playoff teams. Um, I just hope we're not looking forward and past them for that. Um Look at the Bills. They almost got rocked by the Lions. Uh, so, yeah, uh, it's one of those things. We just had to come in and take care of business. We should be 8-3 and three at the end of this and in first place. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny that they benched him after what I think it was the Washington game, and they're just like, well, we're going to go in another direction. Like, I, is Houston thinking they're going to make the playoffs? They're not. They're not that good. Like, I don't understand why they're even making a change to begin with. I called him Kyle Wright. It was Kyle Allen. You're correct. Um, you know, Damian Pierce is a good running back. I, you know, it's a, kind of a building block for them in the future. I just don't see the Miami Dolphins losing this game outside of some calamity, catastrophic breakdown. Ideally, ideally, we're putting this thing away sometime mid-third quarter, and we're putting in backups, and we're just letting everybody rest from there. I mean, I think that would be the ideal state because of the gauntlet that we have against San Francisco, Los Angeles, and then Buffalo all on the road right after this. But this game should be, I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there. I think the Miami Dolphins are going to put 30 up again. I have no reason to think that they wouldn't. The interesting thing about this Houston Texans team, they've only given up three receiving touchdowns all season long. And that's probably because people are just running it down their throat and walking into the end zone. I do think that we're going to tie that. I think Tua goes three touchdowns in this game, one to Tyreek, two to Jalen Waddell. And then we're probably going to actually have a couple on the ground as well. I'm going to say this is a 35 to 13 blowout. Miami Dolphins walk away handily with a victory eight and three back on the top of the AFC East. Yeah, that's funny, Sam. I already had mine written down as I was waiting to write yours. So I can uh, gander back at it next week when we, when we record. And it's funny. Um, I already written mine before you did yours. And I totally agree. I think it's a blowout. I think it's a boat race. Fans are just going to be absolutely ecstatic. It's going to be a sellout. It's going to be aqua out. Um, they're going to be in their dark uniforms. Um, it's going to be a blast. And like you said, we are not home again. until Christmas day against the Packers. We're on the road. What two West Coast trips, 49ers, Chargers, and then at Bills, which is just like a huge game, probably going to get flexed. Uh, shit, the 49ers game might get flexed Sunday That's night true. football as well uh, with all the storylines and things like that. So as long as we're not thinking ahead to those, uh, we take care of business. It's a 41 to 13 boat race, Sam. We're getting over 40 for the first time this year, I believe, and maybe the Ravens game. No, the Ravens game. We had uh, yeah. 40. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're doing it again. I, I think it's going to be one of those like, our backups might even get one like Skylar Thompson or Teddy might come in and throw one deep to Sherfield or something like we're, we're going to, we're going to boat race them. It's going to be a lot of fun. I don't know what to do with my hands watching these games. It's unreal. I'm excited, um, but it's going to be a fun game, fun day uh, watching. And then um, 4 PM start as of now, the next week against the 49ers, that's going to be an interesting podcast for sure. 
Well, that one's because they are out here in Santa Clara near me, <clears throat> at least for now. So uh, we got the late start probably for the Chargers game as well, I'm guessing is a, is going to be a 4 p.m. or 1 p.m. Pacific Coast time uh, back to back weeks. I'm assuming they're just going to stay on the West Coast for that trip. Uh, that would that would be smart. I, I wouldn't do what Buffalo did, which is to fly to Detroit for a home game, fly home and then fly back to Detroit for a Thursday away game. Um, but yeah, I've got a 35, 13. You've got it for what? 41, 42, 41 to 13, 41 to 13. Uh, the Miami Dolphins uh, leave he, Miami against Houston back in first place. Chris Collins said it. I said it. We all said it. Everyone says it. And uh, that's going to do it for the seventh annual Hatesgiving Day Parade, Chris. Uh, I feel good. I know you feel good. The Miami Dolphins feel good. The citizens are perfectly feel good. Uh, anything else you want to say before we get out of here? I hate this is over. I hate that this is over. I hate the Jets. I hate the Bills. I hate the Patriots. And I hate you, Chris. Wow. Fuck you. I hate you too. <laughs> Your stupid iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> Your stupid blue text. All right. Well, on uh, behalf of Believe, the entire network, Chris Cullen, Sam Marku, presented by betonline.ag. I think I forgot. I hate that I forgot to read the commercial. Now I got to record a commercial separately from all of this, Chris. That is the worst experience that I just, I'm just going to, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to put it right here at the end, but uh, they're going to get a double read because I will put it at the beginning but I'm going to make it sound like it was live and uh, I'm just going to pull it up right now and we're go. going and we're just pull going to, uh, we're going to go ahead and read it hmm. eventually. Yeah. Eventually. This is good. It's good stuff. No dead air. Yeah. Let's just keep no, talking. No. This is, this is great. This is great. <clears throat> so, okay. <clears throat> well, uh, yours? here we go. <laughs> we're going to read this right up at the front. Hey, there's your iPhone. Uh, Look at that thing. <laughs> Look at that. I got iPhone 14. There it is right there. Okay. <laughs> Well, Chris, speaking of hatesgiving, one thing we don't hate is the fact that basketball is back and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contents, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether it's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag today and join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use your promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. Nice job, Sam. I even tried to throw a curveball and mess you up. I saw that. I was wondering if I was uh, hella sorrowing the screen right now and just spitting all over the camera because you put your face mask on. But uh, no, that's going to do it for everybody here, everybody involved. Uh, thank you all for joining us here on the Hatesgiving Day Parade. Miami Dolphins are winning this weekend. Bold prediction, I know. And uh, we'll see everybody after the Miami Dolphins are back in first place. So on behalf of Chris Collin, Sam Marku, the entire Believe Network presented by betonline.ag, the only thing left to say is goodbye from Perfectville. Later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.